Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Film House, brought to you by Lisa Mattress this week. Got some fun discount info on that. Stay tuned. But for now, I'm joined by some pals of mine. Who's behind me? I can't see. You know who's behind you. Don't lie. James? It's the Winter Soldier. Uh, I don't want to be Iron Man. I'll be Doctor Strange. Doctor Bruce Strange. Doctor Bruce Strange. And me, Doctor Strange's friend. Can't remember his name. Uh -oh, okay. Heavy set fat guy. She would tell Edgewa for. Oh no. I thought no, Moto. My friends and Asian guy. Ma Magamoto or whatever his name um, is. I'm Adam. Hi. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming, guys. Uh, that's what I do, Elise. Uh, we're talking about a bunch of things today. I originally wanted this to be a Christmas theme episode, which we will still be talking about later, since it is December-ish now. Yeah. We get into the holiday theme. Feels like a gift, Adam. It, well. Uh, lo and behold, the Infinity War trailer came down. I figured we'd want to talk about that, and you find folks out there want to hear about it, since we always talk about superheroes and all the fun stuff. So, I, I don't know. Let's take it away. Marvel released this fun little trailer. At the time of filming, this thing already had 14 million views, oh, over a, a million of those thumbs-up things on YouTube. I don't know if that actually does anything. It's only been up for like six hours. It's a little crazy, right? Um, so, hey, uh, I wanted to talk about this only because we recently... Uh, talked about Justice League. I still haven't seen it. I will see it. I promise <laughs> at some point I'm in less of a hurry now that this trailer's out and oh, I feel no. like I'm getting a better experience Oh, DC's better. You just, <laughs> you're brainwashed by Disney. You got a media bias. Oh. Either way, uh, I could not help but uh, make comparisons um, And I feel like we, we had talked about this a little bit, but I feel like uh, they earned it in this trailer, every time they show a character, I actually got excited. There's been 17 movies leading up to this. How Are do you serious? guys feel yep. about uh, Thanos not having a hat? Uh, Thanos will get his hat. But how do you feel about them showing him as a bald guy I with a big chin? I felt like he earned it. We saw <laughs> Thanos in a couple <laughs> teasers where he had the the crown or whatever the he was wearing, his hat, and hat. he definitely, he earned the right not to have the hat in this trailer. Everyone's okay with how it looks? Yeah, I'm fine with it. I, I Who think, cares? I think, I, yeah, the when they first showed the promotional art, I thought it looked dumb. And it, it's this weird, I do that weird uh, mental back and forth every time Marvel releases something. I'm like, it's just a big roller coaster. It, it's just mostly CGI now. But God, I still get excited. Of course, <laughs> you get excited because you get to see all the cool uh, characters that you like from all the movies get to do the things they're supposed to do, and that's that's the that's the thing about Justice League. When I was watching Justice League, I thought a lot about this. I was watching, going like, I know what Batman does, I know what Superman does, I know what Cyborg does, kind of. I know what all these characters do, and I couldn't wait for them to do them. And so when they finally did them, I was so underwhelmed. <laughs> I was just like. I was like, fuck, like Batman, he got punched and like fell over and then Cyborg barely did and then hacked into the thing and crawled up the sewer and Aquaman looked terrible CG and stopped the water. I was just like, this looks so stupid. And I also thought Marvel special effects, not that much better, not really? that much better. But since I like the characters, I'm more than willing to accept that the special effects still look pretty CG. Well, I would say it has to do a lot with the choreography. That too, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you can have mediocre special effects, but if you have a CG rubber bandy Captain America flying in with his shield and doing something as Iron Man swoops That's between true. his legs, That's true. And, That's a good point. and it like, doesn't work, but it does work because you're like, oh my gosh, everything's working together as like a big puzzle, doesn't matter. Right. Like it could look like that looks, we just saw Spider-Man in his iron spider suit, sure. and, and he looks like, 
exactly the same as how he's going to look in the new PlayStation game. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because it's a very cinematic shot and it looks very thought out and there'll probably be some point where some, something will sweep by Black Panther will do a flip in the background yeah. or something. You said like, that's cool. You said choreogra- choreography. Did you mean cinematography? No, choreography. Oh, okay. Like because what, what the, the way action they, does. The way yeah. they set it up. Oh, okay. Characters Justice, are fighting in tandem. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Justice League is just a shot of Aquaman stabbing something in the sky and then it cuts to another shot of Batman yeah. trying to drive a Batmobile and then it cuts to another shot of Wonder Woman doing something else. There's no there's no synergy. It's very reductionist to say it, but it's fun to see the tag team moves. Yeah. And you, like Bruce is saying, Justice League didn't really surprise you in any way. No, um not there's at all. that one moment where uh, Flash kind of tips Wonder Woman's that sword back to her, and that was the kind of thing that you were hoping to see. Yep. Yes. that would surprise you. That would mm. kind of revolutionize what these characters are and their their work relationships and how they work in tandem together. And Civil War did that oh, all the time, like over and over and over. Yeah, and I think this is going to be that to the nth degree. Yep. I mean, There's a I, difference between thought put in before and thought put in after. Well, and that's and like you know everybody always says in the comments, but Marvel's had since 2000, probably seven or six when they first started developing all these movies to think about all this stuff and build. Mm-hmm. And DC only started what three, four years ago, I want to say all that. So they've you know Marvel's had 11, 12 years to do it, and mm-hmm. DC only had about four. Yeah. And so it definitely shows. It's 100%. just when they have a small moment. So when you see Peter Parker and his hair rise on his arm. You go, oh, spider sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like if DC or someone else tries to do that, it would be kid on the bus, be like, oh, did you know that so-and-so? The film-going audience, This is, I think this is where it gets interesting, where it transcends beyond just being a, a superhero franchise and being a film franchise. Regular moviegoers now go, oh, it's that spider sense thing yeah. I know about. Yep. And they go, well, how did I know that? I don't know. That's just, to me, feels like smart filmmaking. Yep. No. I, I would well, agree. I've always said that the trilogy format is so popular because you almost guarantee one film in the middle that's just going to be fucking Great. tits. Yeah. You know, like, because you don't have to explain anything, you don't have to resolve anything, you just go yeah. with whatever the concept is full-blown. Mm-hmm. Marvel has created something new, something that I don't think has ever existed in the history of cinema, except maybe James Bond. But, uh, like, what? even then, I don't know, where you can just, a whole movie can be climax. Mm-hmm. A whole movie can be the tip of the iceberg. Of the pyramid, really, because it's all the building blocks beneath. Yeah. yeah. And then the payoff. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And they, so they have, like, I mean, honestly, at this point, they have several movies that are just those. But mm-hmm. this is something that is impossible otherwise. Yeah. You have right. to build these blocks and everything. But like Adam said, then you go into it and you're like, we don't need to explain who that bald woman is. Right. She got her whole movie. You yeah. know? Do you know her name? Bald woman. <laughs> Torte uh, Edgefor. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle and the Degajigal Tello. Yeah. You know, that's Sean Mellencamp's the, friend. Uh, the only the only thing actually, uh, James, that has ever come close to doing anything like this uh, was TV. Right. And yeah. the, I guess the, the argument does come down to are these films just television now? Are we just paying 30 bucks to go with a loved one to go watch a, a two hour TV episode? It's a higher budget. Yeah, I was gonna say that's the that's I mean, the difference. I, I guess, but I mean, does does a budget make a TV show versus a movie? Like there, there there are TV shows that 
have budgets that are bigger than some movies and vice yeah, versa. Yeah, but absolutely. there's no difference now. I mean, yeah. really. Like no Game of Thrones is, is a is a movie. There's I mean, a, you're watching you're watching a movie. There used to be a considerable divide where an actor worked in film but not in TV and an mm -hmm. actor worked in TV and not in film. Now actors are pursuing TV work because it's more consistent yeah. and they get paid more, yeah. you know? Yeah, I guess it's it comes to whether these are standalone or serialized to an extent. Do you need the framework of those other movies to enjoy this? I don't know because I've seen them all. But, oh, um, you do. I think you do. Uh, like, I don't think you can just jump into Infinity There's a level of like emotional payoff and resonance yeah. that you don't have other otherwise right. if you haven't lived all those other and experiences. Is that onto itself a little? I'm not, I'm not saying maybe cheating is not the right word, but isn't it sort of like an emotional cheat? Well, they, but they, it's earned. Yeah, they put the time yeah, in. Okay. They put yeah. the money in, and they also got everybody to see their films, mm -hmm. and they're positively reviewed, and they got a lot of positive yeah. buzz. I, so, like, they've been able to do that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I can just see somebody who goes, "Man, didn't care for those Captain America movies," or "I didn't care for that Doctor Strange." But then, I can't explain it. I bet there is some sort of psychological reason why when another character from another franchise shows up in a thing, something goes off in your brain synapse, and you go. <gasps> Well, he's, he's not here. supposed to. Yeah, he's yeah. not supposed to be, to be there. there. Yeah. That's because that's and that's what it was when you watched uh, crossover television episodes, mm -hmm. where yeah. you had like the critic on The Simpsons. Sorry, this is a really old reference. No, yeah, um, no. I mean, that, that I was that, speaking I, my language. I, 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 I Flintstones love and Jetsons. I guess. Sure, yeah, yeah. No, that's and and everybody loves it because you're like, wait, I I'm watching the Flintstones, but I also know the Jetsons, and I get to see the Jetsons and the Flintstones. Like that's that's a yeah. big deal. Well, uh, you also have to manage that tone. You uh, I. Identify that the properties are all on the same wavelength, and right. then you put them That's why together. Love fan fiction. I mean, it, we, it works it? here. Yes. Was, uh, it works with Let's just, Play. I was just about to say that. Like, yeah. if ah. people like it when similarly toned groups merge together, mm. but they don't like it when they don't. So yeah. you can't take the Flintstones and put them in Game of Thrones. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just I'm trying to have the um, the audience, the the make believe audience watching this trailer in my mind, where you show it to a group of people almost like a film. Um, it is basically this is what trailers have become two-minute films um, And you're sitting them down and rewind Ten years ago and go are you a fan of the Guardians of the Galaxy and they go who yeah, and then mm -hmm. this one I guarantee those people are standing up in their chairs going more group more group. It's they're, they're the madness They're the uh, topping for this whole trailer. That's the right. craziest yeah. part. Yeah, I, know. That, I don't think they're gonna be in this one that much. That's right. my guess. Unless I I, I'm not sure how much Marvel's holding back in this trailer. I think there's Ant-Man versus Wasp or sorry, versus Wasp. <laughs> there's Ant-Man and Wasp stuff that we're obviously not seeing, and maybe that's because they're setting things up in that movie. Mm -hmm. But I think that the first Infinity War is gonna be an, a step up above Civil War, and that the second Infinity, Infinity War, whatever it becomes being, is going to be the blowout. The climax. Yeah. Everybody's in it, and that's just Marvel's going to be like, clear your schedules because <laughs> no, you're this right. is, well, you all need to be in this, I, and you I, all need to be on set um, for, together. For, for those who aren't uh, following everything uh, Disney does, whether you know they release a new hat or they release some sort of press release or whatever, they did announce years ago their entire plan, their entire slate, and they did originally announce this movie to be Infinity. War Part One with Part Two coming coming out the following year. This movie's coming out 2018. Next one's supposed to come out 2019. They have since gone back the Russo brothers and said, "No, no, no. The second one is not Infinity War Part Two anymore. It's gonna be something else. We're gonna call it something else. We're not announcing that. We were speculating here in the office that maybe it has something to do with some sort of rights that they're gonna get, whether X Men, Silver Surfer, something mm. that they're gonna be able to tie in, but they can't legally talk about right now." Sure. 
Uh, so they just have to be cryptic. To go, I, oh, sorry. I was just going to say real quick. Can we just talk about how amazing the Russo fucking brothers are? I know. Jesus Christ. I know. I love it. I uh, fucking from, love it. From directing shots of that uh, mm. airplane chair on an Arrested Development yep. to yeah. making some of the best, most coherent action movies ever made. Yeah, it, it, really, they're fantastic. Fantastic. And it's one of those things, every time I see their name on something, I'm always like, this is going to be really good. Yeah. It's going to be really good, and I'm, I'm going to get it. I yeah. yeah, I mean, also... I guess not to downplay what all the technic what people are doing technically in these films. Oh, all the visual work, effects you mean? I'd oh, say yeah. ILM and Weta are the 10,000 different companies that are working to make this thing happen because it's like Ninja Turtles that where it's becoming more CGI than real yep. life or like Transformers. Mm -hmm. And when every shot has a visual effect in it, um it, it kind of it begs that question, are we just watching a cartoon right now? Right. Right. Yeah, but there's still I mean, has to be that, someone there to oversee those storyboards. Yeah, CG and, and Captain oh, sure. America's and beard. Just, <laughs> Justice League being 80% CG mm. versus Civil War being 80% CG. There's clearly a vision, and the, then there's clearly not. You, you know? got the characters, too. Um, yeah. The character that everybody loves. I, I was, uh, what you're describing, what you guys are describing with, like, I can't, you know, like, it's sort of an emotional cheat. You're describing Star Wars. You're describing mm -hmm. Harry Potter. You're describing franchises that have existed for years and years and years. And Marvel somehow made this franchise and made it into a worldwide phenomenon in 10 years. Whereas Star Wars, I, I think probably did it in a, in a couple of movies over the span of about nine years. Right. Uh, but, but still, you're right. Like with episode two, we're like, hi, my name's Django Fett. Yeah. And he uh, stares into the camera. And, and most go, people are like, oh, he's probably related to like that one character I saw from Empire. Like, yeah. That guy yeah, who, yeah, who falls in a hole. <laughs> well, <laughs> more, more importantly, though. Those franchises weren't able to, with the exception of maybe Deathly Hallows Part 2, which still had to resolve the story, those, like, even in Star Wars, they were like, here's Jango Fett. And then you have to kind of, like, take a minute to get the audience up to is. speed right, yeah. mm -hmm. to what Django, who Jango Fett is and what he does. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. because it, they didn't have a Jango Fett movie that then, oh, there's Jango Fett. Like, right. yeah, that's true. they still don't have movies like this where they're just like, all right, let's go. Yeah. Here we go. No, no, you're right about that. I, uh, it's, it's, there are very few things that almost everybody in the world can see and go like, oh, I know what Spider-Man does. Or mm -hmm. I, I know what lightsabers are. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I just I really applaud them. The more, that, the more that I see these trailers and movies, the more I'm excited about them. Well, the, Those Wakandans are going to die. Yeah. No. <laughs> They're running into a fight. Well, that, that's <laughs> sort of my concern just looking at this trailer is we've, we're watching it countless times on a loop here. But... What you're seeing is like a New York moment. You're seeing the Wakanda stuff, and then you're seeing Thor thing. So there's three storylines going on. Is this going to make for a bad film? Like, is it just going to be Love Actually with comic book characters? Like, is it going to be a bunch of disconnected storylines, or do you think you can actually put all that into one movie? I think that's that is probably the last remaining difference between TV and and film. I, I don't think you're going to get an Arrested Development or a Game of Thrones type situation here where they know the actor's schedules, so they have to shoot around those schedules so Daenerys never meets Jon Snow, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. That's a good point. Right? I think they booked this shit. They they booked these actors' times 15 years ago. <laughs> they said, like, Here's $50 million. Show yeah. up to set. You know? And so, so they got them all together for everything that yeah. they needed them together. And sure, they I think there will be a... You know, a Star Wars aspect of battles fought on multiple fronts to show off the scale, mm -hmm. um, as opposed to everyone just hanging out in an airport in Civil War, you know. Mm -hmm. But I still think that it's going to, like, I don't think it's going to be a cop-out at all. No. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I mean, like, and, I, and Adam, you, you kind of bring up a good point, which is, like, 
I, I was I don't think for one second I was worried about the fact that this would be a bad movie because I was like if they can give me One of the other action sequences I got like in Civil War. I'll be fine Like I loved I love Civil War as a whole movie actually the more I watched it the more I liked it mm -hmm. But that's that one action sequence on the air in the airport. I was like man. It's so fucking cool mm -hmm. It's it ties in all the characters. I know they're doing all the things I want them to do all against each other so if that happens at all in this one, where Thanos fights Iron Man, Captain America, Black Panther, and three other people, and they're all doing their thing against Thanos, mm -hmm. I'll love it. Like I'll be, I'll be totally in. I just, I'm only worried because every time I watch a movie like this, obviously the trailer shows the best stuff. It's nonstop action; it keeps going. You have to remember, as a film goer, there are going to be moments of downtime. <laughs> And that, that's every time like I watch like a Justice League trailer, so I'm like, there's going to be 20 minutes of yeah. Lois Lane walking around a farm. <laughs> Talking and, yeah. Because they're like, we got to drag this out yeah. because getting Aquaman and the Flash in the same room costs a lot of money. And I'm wondering, like, are they finally at the point where they can just take a comic book beyond, you know, something like Sin City and just make it into a movie? I like, thought. is it going to be a panel one for one where you're like, and then you read a comic book, you're like, you can't make this. It's yeah. impossible. I think, like, just by base, like by necessity, some characters will be more front forefront, while others are just kind of tertiary mm -hmm. pop up. Like, I feel like Loki's just going to be in there. Yeah, like, we're going to see him. He's going to betray again. Gonna are we really going to do another Loki? Like that he's one a, heel he's turn? a trickster god. That's what he's got to do. <laughs> that one scene that where he's in the trailer, that might just be all we see for him. Yeah, like, I think that we'll see a lot of that, where it's just like fan service. Like, they're here. We're seeing them in this movie, but they're not really. I'm one, yeah. I'm I'm wondering that if this is a film, this will be the first one that Marvel and the Russo brothers and everyone involved bit off more than they can chew. They're like I don't know. they're like we have too many characters now. We're trying to shove them all in. No one gets enough time, and now it just feels too disjointed. That's Here, sort of my apprehension and my fear. Here's here. Well, this is supposed to be their cycling into phase four or whatever, right? Yes, four of sixty-two. So here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna get. You're gonna get. Basically, a farewell, I think, to most of the characters that you've had the most time with so oh, yeah. far. Vision. So, Captain America. Uh, Iron Man's probably. Captain Iron America Man. and Iron. Iron Man are probably going to not be in it as much as, say, Doctor Strange, who needs this movie to set him up for whatever his sequel will be. Mm -hmm. um, Does Captain Marvel come out before this? No. No. But only, Captain only Marvel Panther. doesn't matter anyway because it's the 90s. Right. Oh, yeah. It takes place in a different that. time period, supposedly. Only so. Black Panther's the last film before this. That was to say, and Black Panther, I think. Not Wasp? Ant-Man Wasp? No. Uh, I guess that's next year. <laughs> yeah, that's after. Yeah. Okay. But before so, Infinity War so 2? If yes. they're thinking yeah. long-term like they have been, that's where they're going to be <laughs> setting this stuff up. They're going to be pushing it towards the characters that need the screen time because mm -hmm. this is their sequel. So Spider-Man's probably going to be pretty prevalent yeah. in this. Uh, I think Doctor Strange will be pretty pre prevalent in this. I wouldn't be surprised to see Vision just die. <laughs> yeah, that's going to happen. But uh, but yeah, so I, I think, you know, if your favorite character is Captain America, you're going to get a payoff, but you might not get some sort of real big, like, where why aren't there real motivated Captain America moments but uh, you probably will in, in well, Infinity War Part Two, but they're not going to call it that. whatever they call it. Yeah. But it may be as a farewell. Oh, oh absolutely! Type thing, I'm, I'm expecting know? both Captain America and Iron Man to die. I'm expecting I don't think both gonna, of them to die. I don't think they're going to die, or like they like sail off into the what? Like I don't they're know. Like join paws like otters and just <laughs> <laughs> swim away. off. Yeah. They, they go where Frodo and Sam are. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. The undying uh, land. <laughs> quick question. I'm going to get up to an ad read here in a second, but real quick before we get there. Why does Iron Man still have the thing in his chest? 
Or is that just he his t-shirt? the suit. He doesn't have it technically in his chest anymore. Right. So I'm just saying, because I fucking hate Iron Man 3. Yeah, because it's garbage. It's terrible. I, I didn't, that was like the one where I went, what happened? Yeah, it's a and fun. they even, at the very end, they're like, we're going to take the one thing out of you that makes you unique. Turns out all he needed was surgery. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I, I get it. The thing was, it was a visual representation, but I get, uh, spoiler, sorry, for the end of uh, Iron Man 3. Spoiler. It's the, literally the last shot is Tony Stark sitting on a, a operation chair and they're pulling out the arc reactor out of his chest. The one thing that like kept him alive in the last few movies, well, but was also killing him. Well, riddle me this, because this has been bugging me for a long time. <laughs> yeah. All right. In Iron Man 1, in the movie, they're like, oh, you got shrapnel. And it'll work its way to your heart without this magnet to yeah. pull it away. Mm -hmm. But then in Iron Man 2, it, it comes out and he's just like, oh, my life force is fading. And then in 3, what, did they take all the metal pieces out? 2, he was poisoned. Yeah, it, it was, was poisoning because him. Because it, yeah, it was like radioactive The shrapnel, I think, was poisoning him. But then S.H.I.E.L.D. just gives him a shot. Which isn't this? No, he shoots a laser at uh, a rock, and that turns it into a magical rock that's that. Well, uh, takes that's the, the arc reactor. I believe separate. No, what no, it? the arc reactor. He needed to create a new arc reactor because what he came up with in that cave was what was killing him. Ah. So they the, the shield, shield shot just gave, gave him, him a, a shot, which allowed him to focus, which allowed him to put his mental capacity together. And go, I'm going to come up with something that doesn't kill me, right. which is why he. Bent, bent the laser into another laser, which created a new power, which allowed him to continue in that movie pulling the shards out of his heart, though. Right. That was the goal of that oh. new thing. Why are oh, Hulk's okay. pants really big after, <laughs> yeah. after he gets big? Because they stretch so much. <laughs> I'm just saying, what are, there's a few shots of Tony Stark, and he's still got, like, the chest thing. I can't tell if that's a t-shirt or, like, they're like, oh, it's yeah. Affliction brand. Like, why did, we get, why did we get rid of the one thing that made him... Interesting and unique. I guess maybe Robert Downey Jr. is tired of. I guess, yeah. He's gonna die. We all know he's gonna die. He's yeah. probably gonna die in maybe. this one. Um, but then, on set. Well, that movie too. I was just thinking, Iron Man two did something that bugged me the same way uh, Spider Man Homecoming bothered me, where they set this thing up where like in uh, Iron Man two where Shield or whatever goes. No, Tony, you're not good enough for the Avengers. And you and the eyes said, "No, we need Avengers." <laughs> but then aliens are ready to go. Never mind, we need you. And it's just like. Okay, so Spider-Man, the whole thing in Homecoming, he's like, I want to join the Avengers. And at the end he goes, you know what? I don't want to join the Avengers. And then this trailer, he's literally being Spider-Man doing Avenger shit. So I'm just like... Well, it's because he has to because Thanos is here. I know, but we've done it twice now. Of fool course. Me, fool me once, <laughs> shame on Tony. He's fool gonna, me twice, shame well, on Peter. He's going to die, and then they're going to go, you know what, who we haven't seen in this movie? Hawkeye. Tony's dead. <laughs> oh. So we need you to come back, Hawkeye. We know your family's dead. Put on dead. the Spider-Man suit. Um, I was just saying, I want, I want things to get real. <laughs> I want Vision to be having an affair with Hawkeye's wife mm, while Hawkeye's oh, like doing, and he's like, oh, no, and they pull, both pull the bed sheets up. <laughs> well, his family's going to die, right? Hawkeye's family? Definitely. Yeah. Maybe. They've got to. They're gonna, their, house, yeah. their, house, their house is going to explode or something. Like, like one missile from the sky. Yeah, yeah. Been, so there's been Guardians, since Civil War, there's been Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Doctor Strange, yeah. and uh, Ragnarok. Ragnarok. And Thor Ragnarok. Right? Is That's, that it? Those are the three. That whole time period, because I watched Civil War recently, that whole time period, people are just in jail. Yeah, you're right. I mean, are everyone, they? Basically, everyone that was with Iron, uh, with uh, Captain America, except for Winter Soldier, <laughs> is in jail. Didn't they unlock everything? The, I the last shot is Captain America coming out of the dark wearing a hoodie. Yeah. Then that's it. Doesn't he break them out then? No, it doesn't show any breakout. 
Well, we assume there's a breakout. Maybe there could have been. I don't know. I think Vision has to die, right? Vision's going to die. Because he's sure. in that relationship he's now with Scarlet Witch. Gym. He got the gem. He's got the gem. Thanos going to rip it out well, of his I was going to say, the only thing is you only see him with those two. He, do. he doesn't have. He has a purple he and a blue. Yellow. Doesn't he have doesn't have a yellow. Well, he's going to punch Vision in the head and rip that out. So and that then... means he gets the Guardian's gem. Oh, yeah. And oh. then he gets the Tesseract gem. Well, the Guardian's gem is purple. Yeah. So he has purple and blue. Oh, I see what you're saying. So he doesn't have. he doesn't have yellow. Time, Vision, green, power. Green is time. What's and the red one? Oh yeah, what is it? I well, thought that was power. Is it power? I thought the power gem was purple, but I could be wrong. Isn't there like space? Purple's reality. Oh, purple's blue is space. Purple's reality. <laughs> I just know that yellow is vision and green is time. He I know they're that. like yes. Birthstones. Anyway, um, also, and then I, I keep. Sorry, do your ad read. No, no, no. Oh no, I, I'll, I'll. Well, it'll be pre-taped. Don't worry about it. Um, but the uh, the other thing too, worth noting. I don't. James, have you read the Infinity War comic? Uh, no. Okay. I haven't. It's um, it's worth taking a look at because they do some that that one even has like X Men and like all the other characters like Adam Warlock never shows up. I know they're going to be in this, or Adam Warlock will probably be in this one in some hmm. shape or form. He's like you know. Big, you know, now you're talking about like the credits for Guardians. Guard, yeah, it's like you're starting to oh, get like bigger, yeah. more like powerful characters. You're starting to get like Galactus level cosmic weird. Yeah, the cosmic uh, characters. But they do a thing in the comic that annoyed me, and I'm afraid they're going to do it in this one where because there is a time gem and there's a space gem, there's a point where they just go, just kidding, because they kill everyone. Like Drax and Hulk get like killed with one punch, and because at some point. Thanos can just do whatever he wants right. because he controls the universe. But then it's something like his like uh his like kind of special sister uh like steals the gauntlet from him and goes, I'm fixing it, and then they just undo everything and it's fine. Mm. Well, that might happen. That's what everybody so thinks. You, yeah, you're like worried X-Men. about a I'm comic book <laughs> level retcon. Yeah. I, I of events. the thing is comic books kind of get made fun of for always doing that. Uh like the Phoenix storyline. X-Men movies just did it. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Well, they at least kind of bounced back a little bit, like with the Days of Future Past stuff. Yep. That was better than. But that was a straight up retcon. That was a retcon, was like yeah, a yeah. straight up cinematic I in thought, movie retcon. Yeah, yeah. But I thought it was at least done well oh, with the way they the way they did time travel. It was a unique take oh, yeah. on time travel. I thought it was nice. Whereas like with we have a gauntlet, you just go fix. And like, well, that's yeah. that's kind of lame. Be integrated like, like X Men, Harry Potter, Maybe. Time Turner. That, that is that is the thing. <laughs> well, yeah, they're just like, yeah, it's fixed now. It's fixed. Yeah. We fixed it, and it's no longer in any other books or movies. Yeah. But that's fine. I'm sure there's a reason. Someone I mean, will they, tell they me. They use the time gem in Doctor Strange. Oh, they that's did. True. Oh, that's right. It's yeah. his little yeah. The, the Eye the, of Agimoto. It's, it's how he beat what's his name, Dormammu. <laughs> You're That's a nerd. what his name is. You're a nerd now, Bruce. I know. I, just, I know. I, I don't read those comics to save my Remember life. Remember when he beat that cosmic <laughs> entity with a you. brain puzzle? He did. Well, he beat like, with infinity. If you could be, defeat my tongue twister, I'll set you free, Dormammu. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Strange! Remember when he was like, you lack imagination? When it came to killing people? He found a way to do it without killing people. Yeah, I know. He just had to use his brain! Yep. You know what I'm, I'm excited for? Like, like Mantis meets, like... Black Panther or something. It seems like she she's interested in him, and then Drax gets jealous. She's a mud shark. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's what it's called. Uh, I, don't <laughs> know. I, I don't know I what you said, actually, but I'm. I think it's actually called two people being attracted. No, to that's not. Oh, hold on, hold on. That's what it's called. Mantis is not a person. 
How dare you? Wait, she's not a person? He was in a wheelchair and then he got a super (laughs) Not that mantis, the guardian's mantis. I'm just saying like she, you know. Wait, which mantis are we talking about? He's talking about the CW show. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I just think that'll that'll be cute. Like, you know, Drax gets jealous because, oh, you know. (laughs) It'll be cute. Stop looking at mantis show. Here, season one, episode zero. (sighs) Episode zero? Oh, she's in this? He's in it too. Yeah, they're all in it. Everybody's in it. Yeah, hold on. Sorry Mantis. for those uh, for audio listeners. What? Mantis was a short-lived short lived television. <laughs> oh, I remember this. <laughs> I actually did see this. Well, the, see, this character is flawed. He's in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. and then he gets the suit and it makes him more powerful. That's Iron Man. That's that's what Iron oh. Man originally was. Wait, that's just a shitty car with some wings on it. How dare you? It's the Mantis mobile. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. Mantis. I remember this show. Man, it was cool. Do you think he got all put up in the costume and everything and the wardrobe sent him out and they were like, all right, you're all done. And he looked at himself in the mirror. He goes, is this, this is the end of what you're doing to make me look <laughs> like a hero? Is this the end of Mantis costuming? <laughs> went, yes, the show is canceled. Anyway, there was Mantis. Uh, okay, well, we're going to take a quick ad break. Uh, thank you guys for listening to our Infinity War spiel. We're going to come back with some holiday tips. And then, of course, Bud Watch 2017. As we do here. Hey, thanks for waiting, guys. Uh, let you remind you that this uh, episode of film was brought to you by Lisa Mattress. So whether you're upgrading your home, your health, or your state of mind, there's one surprising item that belongs on your shopping list. What's that, Bones Dog? That, yep, a mattress. With over 10,000 five-star reviews, the Lisa Mattress is in a league of its own when it comes to combining quality, innovation, and making a difference. But why? But why, Dog John? Well, it's 100% American-made. It adapts to all body shapes, sizes, and sleeping styles, and it's a universal adaptive feel, trademark. Three premium... <laughs> you don't have to say trademark. Three premium foam layers. I'm a dog. <laughs> Uh, ordering is very easy. You can avoid all the awkward showrooms by ordering online and having the mattress shipped to your door for free. Bones Dog, you actually sleep on one of these. I do. Okay. I do, yeah. So, so, so they have a 100 night trial that you sleep in the bed for over three months and decide if it's a right fit. How's that going for you? It's so good. You're going to send it back? Absolutely not. Okay, you're keeping it? Ab- yes, if you try and take it, I'll hurt you. You're sleeping like a dog? Yeah. Okay. That's good. Uh, also, tell me a little bit about the charity, Bones Dog. Uh, let's see, for every 10 mattresses sold, one is donated to a nonprofit organization that serves homeless and or at-risk adults and children. And for every one mattress sold, Lisa plants a tree. How much does it cost, D- Dog John? Luxury doesn't come cheap, but when it comes to a good night's sleep, luxury is something you deserve. Lisa, ma- sorry, I forgot my voice. Uh, Lisa mattresses compare with brands that Good cost voice. thousands more, but because they can cut out unnecessary extra costs, Lisa prices start at just five hundred and twenty-five dollars. Plus, uh, plus, if you go to www.lisa.com/filmhouse, that's F-I-L-M. H-A-U-S, and enter promo code FILMHOUSE, once again, F-I-L-M-H-A-U-S. You should know how to spell that by now. You'll get an extra $100 off. Holy (laughs) cannoli. Okay, so do yourself a favor, and please sleep better with Lisa. Back to the show, and these guys will join me later in a little bit. Never have another rough night of sleep. And welcome back. Boy, oh boy, what a break. Um, so, it is now December-ish uh, while you're listening to this, and I was thinking about uh, every every week giving you guys just a, one holiday movie that I 
suggest every one of you watch. That you grew up watching and love? No, that I found on a list of like really bad oh, okay. holiday films. Right. Uh, this one came to me, Santa with Muscles. Look at Hulk Hogan's wearing a wig. Why does he look so old? He's got fake fake no, hair adult. here and fake hair here. <laughs> well, uh, who here has seen the hit film Suburban Commando? I have. I may have at some point. What? Really? Anyway, same plot. Um, what? Santa's in that? It's a fish out of water thing. So Suburban Commando was Hulk Hogan playing like a space marine, mm -hmm. and he crash lands on Earth. Oh, yeah. He's got to blend in. Yeah, of course mm -hmm. you remember. Now I remember. <laughs> uh, similar story here. It's about a man who's actually, he actually plays a bad guy, pretty much. He's like the the rich, evil guy who lives on top of a mountain, and he, uh, while running away from the police, one Clint Howard, he hits his head and believes that he is Santa because he's wearing a Santa suit because that's how he was hiding from the cops. And so Hulk Wait, Hogan Clint Howard hits his head and thinks no. he's Santa. Clint Hulk Howard Hogan. is a cop chasing oh. our protagonist, oh, or at the time antagonist. It's got Donna's dad from that '70s show. Uh, he's not mm -hmm. in it. That's him right there. Yeah. No, it's not. That okay. is. That was totally Donna's him. dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Donna's dad. Sorry, I was thinking of uh, the other guy, right. John Leguizamo. Um, funny no, that you John mentioned Leguizamo. that '70s show. Actually, that could be John Leguizamo because there is a hey. very young <laughs> Mila Kunis in this film. Oh. Somewhere Hogan, Hulk still Hogan, have her Hulk Hogan. I don't know, whatever. The movie's free on YouTube. Someone just uploaded it and they don't oh, care. Wait, What's Clint that Howard? guy from? Clint Howard? Is that the bad guy from The Crow? No, I thought it was too. Oh, yeah. That's a shame. Okay. Um, I, I felt, I watched this movie last night. It felt like it had a little bit of everything. Um, Hulk Hogan, mystery, uh, cops. That's everything. Um, <laughs> well, that's a rocket launcher. Merry yeah. Christmas. There's a lot of questionable things in this film, and I highly suggest you watch it just kind of for the pure joy. This is one of those movies I feel like that got made because no one was watching. They just said, yeah, just do it. Just keep doing it. Well, it's I, clearly filmed in the valley, right? Uh, Calabasas. There you go. Yeah. So, so it's dirt cheap. And they had, they cashed <laughs> oh, in the fact look that they, animated rocket. Hulk Hogan was a big name. What year is this? Ninety six. Okay, yes. so maybe not a big name, yeah, but, but the well, I mean, at the time, I think he was good for direct to home video. Yeah, um, absolutely. And it, the movie is actually so good. A little bit of trivia there for you: the original screenwriter sued the studio to get his name off of it. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's actually I had a fun time. It is a so bad it's good. Kind of fun holiday film. Like I said, it's free on YouTube. That's how I found it. Uh, so please check out Santa with Muscles. Please uh, just be happy to know it exists. Please a lot. Please. No one's gonna watch this. Hulk needs it. Uh, he also kind of plays like a kind of a weird effeminate bad guy. I can't tell if he's making fun of what he thinks bad guys sound like, or he's doing like what he thought was a homosexual impersonation of the time. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it's weird. He's sort of like, "Come on, boys, let's go shoot our guns." Like, what? What is happening? <laughs> it's it's worth watching. Well, it they is electrocute him. It's um. It's oh, is that Chuck Zito? I wish it's a lot it of is. confused people. I don't, I don't know who that is. Running around on a weekend making a movie. Hell's Angels, Chuck Zito. Um, I have a surprise for the film house audience. Yeah, what's too. that? I learned yesterday that Adam has never seen Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, sorry, Michael Caine. I've seen a uh, sand with muscles though. Look at that Mila Kunis on the hey, right. Th that kid, he's been in everything. Yes, literally and everything. Literally so Adam everything. has agreed to watch it before Christmas and not do a full film house on it, but to kind of mention mention it, tell us what he thinks. Uh, and he's agreed to come to my apartment and hang out with me. Who do you think is excited about this it. right now? Everyone's uh -huh. excited. Whew, and we're back talking about Air 
Buddies? Air Buddies. Air Buddies. What's wow. up? My name's B-Dog. Man. And I'm Rosebud. I'm I've, all about that bling bling. There's a little bit of criticism that I wasn't excited enough about the Air Bud check-in, but I thought I'd leave that to you guys. Was it Air Bud Watch? What do we call this waste of time? It's Funhouse Presents Budhouse Best Buds Bud Watch. Uh, this is chapter one of phase two of the Bud Watch uh, yeah. cinematic universe. Thank this you. actually this takes place uh, in an alternate timeline. Yeah, it's a Wait, soft, what? It's a soft yeah. reboot. Yeah, I thought you watched it. No, I watched Santa with muscles. Oh, okay. yeah, that's good too. I wanted uh, I wanted people to. There's there's no. B Dog. He's all about that bling bling. He's that's a what he says puppy. Okay, wait. Okay, so I'm not really sold on this. So all right, they rebooted me. Air Bud now. It's not okay, the same continuity. So, uh. Whoever the lead boy was and the girl, Josh Fram. Yep, they yeah. grew up and they're in college now. Okay, yeah. and it's the younger son who is the like the. So everybody's dead. No, no, he's in this and he. Everybody's yeah. in this and he talks. Yeah. All right. Um, so okay, 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 okay. Hey guys, I'm back. I can talk. So they. <laughs> so Airbud and his neighbor had five puppies, and each puppy has its. I mean, they each have their own little thing mm -hmm. that they do. Each, uh, like I'm dressed as my favorite. Thank you for asking. Uh, her name is Rosebud. Uh huh. She's the girl, and that's all she does. She's okay. the girl. And there's Butterball who eats a bunch. Yeah. Um and farts. Yeah. A lot. Uh, that's a that's a recurring thing. Um. Then there's Buddha or But Butta. He's a hippie. Yeah. Who does downward facing dog? Yeah. Um. Then there's B Dog who's all about that bling bling, He's which racist. is is said. Uh, multiple times, mm -hmm. and he has a lot of racist lines. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and then there's a dirty one, Mudbud. Oh yeah, Mudbud. He's all about getting dirty. He's filthy. Um, okay. But the thing is, is that these dogs were born in the in the second movie, Golden Receiver, mm -hmm. which took place when Josh Fram, yeah, Josh Fram was in middle school, and he's now off in college. So basically, these dogs have been puppies for like eight years or something, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and it's a different mother. So it's an alternate I mean, timeline. That happens where they recast. No, I mean other... the dog. the The mother lives across the street from them, rather than in a British mansion. Oh, you're yeah. saying this as though Adam remembers any of these? No, I, of course I'm, he does. I'm just playing the strawman. Uh, the strawman? So, yeah, so that people who like he may be confused, like myself. Uh, so what is uh, what's the main plot of Air Buddies, friends? Uh, uh, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> they so, go to a movie. No, that's not the plot. So uh, a, uh, is he South African? Is he Irish? He, well, no, he's he's I think from another dimension because his accent is yeah. constantly changing. Anyways, there's a villain that wants. There's a little fat rich kid that the guy buys him a tiger and the kid basically says, fuck off, I don't want your tiger, I want Airbud because Airbud's this world famous dog that can play sports. Okay. So these these this guy hires his nephew and this other idiot to kidnap Airbud and his wife. And uh, uh, the main villain wears an eye patch and yeah. a leopard print tuxedo. Yeah. Okay, and he has a cane. But the difference I gotta say, I gotta let's not get caught up on the details. Yeah, guys. sorry. I mean, so I that's, that's, that's main, all you need to know. Oh, the, the broad strokes, if you will. Yes, but the, the the important thing in this one is that the dogs no longer are they just dogs that play sports. Now they 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 speak like their mouths move and they talk and they talk to each other. Mm -hmm. uh, Humans only hear barking at this point, but they can all communicate. They're all perfectly intelligent. There's intelligence. Who was the goat? 
Oh yeah, Don Knotts plays the goat. No, Don Knotts plays uh, Mr. Sniffles. Oh, Wallace Shawn from Princess Bride plays the goat. Anyways, this this movie posits a world in which all animals are as smart as Airbud. Like he's not that special because every oh. single animal in the world can talk and like do tricks and set traps and stuff. Yeah. Okay. And uh, uh, Michael Clark Duncan plays a wolf. That's true. He plays a Native American wolf. Um, okay. And uh, two of the cast members died. That's Deputy Sniffles. Two of the cast members died before this movie was released. After the the, the end, <laughs> it's in memory of two people. Suicide. <laughs> wow. What a. What an upper! Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, what do we have? Uh, what do we have in store for next week, John? Um, I believe Snow Buddies mm-hmm. is next. Okay, Snow yeah. Buddies and Santa Buddies, then Space Buddies, or so imagine like all that. these dumb dogs, but like in the snow. Yeah, they're not dumb. They're well. You just said they're dumb. So oh, I forgot one 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 of the most important details yeah. was at one point they're at a movie theater and all the puppies run out while they're being chased. Mm-hmm. And there are all these uh, bikers just watching this drive-in movie, and they go, hey, puppies, and they start petting him, and then the bad guys come out and knock over a row of motorcycles. The old motorcycle domino. Yeah, it was, I had never seen that movie before, it was really cool. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, I went to another reality to escape this. So, uh, it's not working. And I just want to let the audience know, um, there are a finite number of Air Bud movies. Barely. Sadly. But, I'm just letting you know, when it comes to an end, uh, John and Bones have actually opened my eyes to a whole other world of talking dog oh, films. It's magical. So we're going to keep it going forever and ever. Every week. Until we die. We're going to talk about... Dogs. Amen. Never thought of it like that. Anyway, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Tell a friend. Keep the show going. Thank you, Lisa Mattress, for sponsoring this episode. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.